Hi, I'm Kyra Carlin, and I'm so excited that you decided to sit in with us on BU Unapologetically podcast. This podcast for me is the thing that created my life. I have been living my life behind closed doors, feeling like I had to show up for everybody else. It wasn't until I decided to show up for me unapologetically that I started living my life. I'm on a mission to help women find who they are and love themselves every single day to show up as them. I want you to be you unapologetically. So stay tuned for the rants, the raves, and the side notes of all the things that I have going on in my life to help show you what's possible for you. I want you to be you unapologetically. In the last section of goals that we're really going to focus on are relationship goals that you want to achieve. This is something that I write down every single day. If you've listened to my morning practice that I do, um, I am planning on revamping that, or I should say adding onto it or really kind of setting my real set style on that here um, in these next few weeks. To be honest, I don't believe that I need January 1st to make or break a routine. Um, It is something that you have to go through and live through and see what works for you. So I'm going to be adding in um, some things that I love. One of the things that I added on, we were on a weekend vacation to celebrate our anniversary, my birthday, um, just to be together alone. It was just us in a cabin and it was wonderful. It was four days and it was exactly what I needed as a person, not just as a wife and not just as a mom, but like me as myself, I needed that time away. And I write this down every single day of like, I am an exceptional wife. And that is something that I don't want to quit focusing on. I don't want to be like, okay, I've done that. So I don't have to write it down anymore. It is something that I feel like I need to remind myself every single day so that when I don't, when I want to make that snide comment, when I want to send a shitty text message, I am telling myself, how does an exceptional wife show up? So relationships that you want to achieve they're going to be things of like, I write, I am an exceptional wife. I am a patient, present, and intentional mom. I write that down every single day. And whenever I was writing this down with my team, I added on bonus mom. While I don't feel the need to separate the two, I also just want to be very intentional to know that it doesn't matter my relationship with my child or my stepchildren. I want to be just as present, just as intentional, and just as um, patient with them as I am with my own daughter. So those are the different kind of relationships that you want to achieve, whether it be the kind of friendships they have, the kind of leader that you have, you are the kind of, um, you know, if you're a coworker, like what kind of person do you want to show up as? So I'm writing down, like I am those things. And then the next to last thing is this, I am statement that can make all of the above true for this year. Meaning if you want to be an exceptional wife, if you want to be somebody who is patient, if you want to be a six-figure earner, if you want to be a New York Times bestseller, what kind of statement do you need to say, like your own mission statement, do you need to make those things be true? And this could be one, two, three, four sentences long, but it's definitely an I am statement. So like I am an, I am an empowering woman who inspires women to be themselves and love who they are 
right now. That is one of the statements that I added for my personal mission statement. And I want to include this on my goal, my vision board, because I don't ever want to forget the reason why I'm showing up because it's really easy to get caught up in. I want to make this much money. I want to help X amount of people for your own benefits, not for theirs. So I really want to keep this in the forefront of what I'm doing to remind me that the point of me showing up is not to be better than somebody else, but to help someone else be better. Dang, that was, that was a good one. I hope somebody, hope somebody quotes that and posts it on their Instagram stories and they tag me in it because I don't remember what I said. Now you have to push the rewind button and you know, that's, those are the kind of things that I want to always remember as, as to why I'm showing up. And then once you've done your, I am statement, I want you to look at all of these things that you have listed, the kind of person that you want to show up, like the the goals that you want to achieve and the mental state that you want to be and the relationships that you want to build and the I am statement that you are writing down. What is the one word that is wrapping all of that up for you? Like what is the one thing that is going to make that true? And when I started before I, before I honestly put this worksheet workbook together, um, I like consumed multiple different influencers, like what they were offering and picked apart what I needed most, because that's the thing with anything that you consume. It doesn't, it's not guaranteed that it's going to work for you. You really have to take what sounds best, like take it with a grain of salt and be like, okay, what's going to help me. So when I started this, my word it's completely different than how I ended, how I like my finish, my 2020 year word. For me, my word this year is unstoppable. And I can't help but but literally listen and I can just hear Carrie Underwood's voice in my mind of I am unstoppable. Because when I look at all of these things that I want to accomplish this year, it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy but it's 100% going to be worth it. And it's going to take me showing up like unapologetically all the time. And I'm not going to stop. Like, I'm not going to stop trying to be a better wife. I'm not going to stop trying to be a good mom or the best stepmom or the best leader, the most empowering woman. Like I'm not going to be able to stop and no one else is going to stop me because this past year I found myself pulling back the reins. I found myself quieting some of my goals, some of my intentions, because it was hurting other people's feelings, the feelings of people who were also okay with letting themselves down. And that was hard for me. So for me this year, 2020, um, it's definitely going to be the year that I feel like I am unstoppable. And that doesn't mean that I am better than anybody. doesn't mean that you know, I'm, I'm going to accomplish everything that I ever set out. It's just going to mean that I'm not going to stop just because it's hard. I'm not going to stop because someone else doesn't like it. I'm not going to stop because it's, you know, not your cup of tea. I'm going to keep going because that's, what's going to work for me. So I hope this is helpful. This is me basically saying, if I can figure out a way to put this PDF in the show notes, then I will. There is no guarantee. If you want them, message me on Instagram. Um, it's super easy. It's just Kyra underscore Carlin on Instagram. So if you could, I would love it. If you would screenshot, share this in your stories, tag me, tag a friend, um, because this is truly the thing that I feel like that I am called for is to help other women realize their worth and how much, how much impact they can make just by being themselves. 
Hello friends, how are you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I am super pumped because if you are listening to this in real time, you are listening to this on the very last day of 2019 and Lord, I'm I'm going to bring you my feels that I have for this next year and maybe a little bit of truths, maybe a little bit of calling you out on your BS. So here's the thing. However you're acting today, nothing's going to change between now and tomorrow on the first of the year if you do not actively have a plan. If you do not have a goal of the kind of wife that you're going to show up like, the kind of friend, the kind of leader, the kind of mom, everything, everything that you are maybe wanting to change in your life. Maybe it's how you show up at your job. Maybe it's how the, like the kind of food that you eat, what kind of workouts you do, all of it. No matter what it is that you are planning to change, it's that exactly. It's a plan. Like nothing happens if nothing happens. So this is me. I'm going to try and give you some of the tangible steps that I went through with my team specifically that helped us really get grounded in like, what are you actually showing up for? Because the thing is that I have found is that it's almost like a bandwagon of resolutions, like become something that you do because other people are doing them. And then you really don't know why. And then you find yourself fighting for goals that aren't even yours all year long. And then half the year is gone. And then you feel like you've done nothing because the thing that you were chasing wasn't ever going to fulfill you because it wasn't your goal to chase. So I'm actually going to ask you, like, basically I'm going to walk you through the workbook for me and you can pause it. You can write it down, whatever it is. I went through this with my team and it truly was an amazing experience of figuring out like what it is that you are focusing on and maybe the word that you are going to be looking for for your 2020, for a brand new decade. And so this timing of this episode is perfect. So I had this graphic and it's called find your focus and choose your word. This is where it gets a little tricky. So you're going to have to ask hard questions because the thing is the only way to move forward and some will, are going to want to contradict this is to figure out where you came from. Because if you don't look at where you came from, you're just going to repeat the same steps. So what you're going to need to do is look back and recognize your strengths and your weakness, weaknesses from the past year so that you can either repeat the ones that you want to or avoid the ones that you don't. So the first thing we're going to want to do is write down what limiting belief did you tell yourself in 2019? And this could be anything from, I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not blank enough to do whatever it is. Like this is where you have to get really real with yourself. Cause if you write down just, Oh, I'm not very strong. You're not really getting down to the root of the reason why you held yourself down and why you lived in a glass ceiling. There is a scripture that keeps popping up over and over and over. And I wrote it down in my office because of the fact that I'm realizing this is where my life has taken me. And it says, it's definitely me paraphrasing, you have not because you ask not. And I want you to take that into context. Like think about how many times have you asked for a sign or a signal or, you know, I don't know, like someone to do the laundry. You're like, Hey, will you do the laundry? Expecting maybe it to be a no answer. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. I'll do it. And it's like, if you ask 
bigger questions, you're going to get bigger answers. But if you ask small questions, you're going to get small answers. So you have not because you ask not. That's what it comes to with like the belief in yourself, in your goals, in what you can accomplish and what you can accomplish. Like if you're telling yourself all you can do is lose 20 pounds, that's what you're going to do. You're only going to lose 20 pounds when you're capable of doing so much more than that. So the first question, what limiting belief did you tell yourself in 2019? So write that down. Next one, what was your biggest accomplishment in 2019? This one was another one that I thought was going to be easier, (laughs) easier than it was. And it wasn't, it was kind of one of those things of like, well, what was my biggest accomplishment for me? Hands down, it was being more present and being more intentional, but that really came at the end of the year. Um, the beginning of the year was not like that. And I think if I was not intentional with writing this down of what my biggest accomplishment was for all year long, I wouldn't be like bringing that into the new year. I would be once again, figuring out my quote, best self quote at the end of the year. And I don't want that. I want to show up as my best self every single day versus waiting until something happens to make me want to show up better. So that question was, what was your biggest accomplishment in 2019? The next one is, what are you most proud of yourself for? for 2019. So what made you feel like the most proud, literally hands down for me, it was also being very present. It made me, I was so proud of being unapologetic. And I mean, the name of this podcast really came up of, it was happenstance, but also in like looking back, I'm like, I needed it. I needed the permission to be myself. I needed the outlet. I needed to have something that I could truly be myself unapologetically. And it gave me permission every single week to do that. So when I think of what I'm most proud of myself for 2019 is the fact that I was just me and I was consistent and I wanted to be my best every single day. So with those questions, looking back, what did you do to accomplish these two things? And it was showing up no matter what. That was where I got the things that I'm proud of and my biggest accomplishments. They both stemmed from me never quitting. Like it was always showing up, always being consistent, deciding that I want A, B, and C no matter what. Like if I want to start a podcast, okay, then I had to show up and I had to do the work. And the same thing when it comes to my biggest accomplishments, I didn't become the best mom that I have been, the best wife that I have been by not doing anything. I had to show up for it. So for me, looking back, the things that make me accomplish was showing up. And then the next part, it I talk about how would you rate yourself if you were talking about being consistent. How consistent weren't you? How creative were you? How great were you at problem solving? Are you someone who is self-sufficient? And then the attendance, like, do you see yourself being present in whatever it is for your goals? So if it's, you know, running to grow your social media, all of those things are big answers of that could take a role as to answering your question, why it didn't work out, why you didn't advance farther, why you didn't do more in 2019. And then what was your primary goal? What did you focus on the most? Um, I remember in 2018, that was my goal specifically was growing my Instagram following. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't paid followers. It wasn't going out and paying a bunch of money for random people to follow me. It was putting out more content that more people wanted to see. So, and I have fallen through with this as well this year of, 
Okay, I understand that as a coach, it seems simple to just put up your workout. It seems simple to put up your shake, simple to put up your food, but those things don't bring me joy. I, I do love working out. I do love listening to personal development. I, I love all of those things, but that's not what brings me joy. What brings me joy is like cute outfits and hair and makeup tutorials and watching videos on like time-lapsing of how to make this kind of charcuterie board or how to make a cupcake or something like that, like doing something, those things bring me joy. And if I want to attract more people who like me so that I can continue to be myself 100% unapologetically, I'm going to have to start showing up like the kind of person I would want to follow. If I would get annoyed with what I was posting, then don't post it. If no one was watching, would you post it? I've said that in previous episodes, but more than anything, would you follow you with your post? I don't need you posting like Susie Joe down the street. I don't need you posting like what the top coach in, you know, your company or if you are into hair care or if you are into a makeup routine, like all of those things. I don't care what the top person's doing because the people who are following you Maybe they follow those other people, but they're continuing to follow you because they like how you do it and what you have to offer. So whenever my big goal for 2018 was growing my social media, I really had to get like dive in deep and realize what is it that do my people want? So I had to rinse, wash and repeat to constantly bring them what they needed. And for my primary goal was to grow my business. And I mean, I did it, but it was also at the expense of time with my family. It was the expense of like relaxing, resting time. So I realized writing down what my primary goal is and what I had to do to accomplish it shows me what I don't want to do this year. It shows me that I don't want to be so buried deep in one section of my life that I completely forget the rest of it. And then the last part, it's it's kind of a long one, but it's also really great. The first question is what held you back in 2019? So for you, it's like, what story? What story did you tell yourself? What limiting belief did you put on yourself? What ceiling did you put in what you thought you wanted? Maybe your goal was really big, but what held you back from accomplishing that goal? That was the, That's the first thing. And the next three things you're listing out What are goals that you want to achieve? So actual measurable goals. So whether it be, I want to make six figures, I want to have 10,000 followers, like you get to pick tangible that someone else can realize and see and factual, I guess is a good word to put. What are factual goals that you want to achieve? And you can do three or four, whatever you want to there. And the next part is mental focus. What do you want to achieve? How do you want to talk to yourself? What do you want your I am affirmations to be? So one of the things that I wrote down, I am doubt free. And what I think that is, I'm not doubtless because I know that I will always have doubt. That's human nature. But I want to be able to free my mind of those doubts. I want to be able to combat them. I want to be able to give myself, you know, strikes towards the positive versus strikes always in the negative of the kind of mental game that I am playing. So for me, I definitely had to write down things that I am and I that I want to be true in real time. And another one that I did was I am patient because that is one thing that I truly have to work on every single day, all day long to make myself be the kind of person that I want to be showing up as.
thank you guys so much for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast. I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 